Fit for Life Radio, episode number 153. Your hosts, Gary and Will. One day we're going to hit 200. Today we're talking about serving up a simple guide. Serve it up. A simple guide to fat loss. How simple? Super simple. Simple. No major details, just kind of broad stroke tips. So, you know, if you feel like getting started, it's a good framework to wrap your brain or around. Or if you're overwhelmed by the insane amount of information that's extremely polarizing mm-hmm. out there that tells you to do all the opposite things, this might give you a little direction. Yeah. Calm you down a little bit. You know, for one, the nuance of fat loss versus weight loss. That is different. It's important, you know. All fat loss is weight loss, right? But not all weight loss is fat loss. Very true. And, you know, that's important because when we talk about losing weight, when people want to, like, change their body or they grab something and they're like, I want to lose this, you know, it's it's fat loss that we want, right? Yeah. You know, the health benefits, you know, that, that are associated, correlated with weight loss are it's the, the fat loss. You know, that, that, uh, yeah, there's no benefit to losing muscle, to losing muscle and bone and yeah. things like that. And then, and then a lot of the other weight is like stuff that's natural to shift and move, like, mm-hmm. you know, stored glycogen and water and food, uh, all those things, food in our bellies. Um, so fat loss, that is what we want to lose. That's what, you know, we want to target. So yeah, these are some basic tips that are a good starting point. I mean, really just the framework, you know, you can get detailed within each tip as you go, but yeah, the key to fat loss, right? And, you know, we have a gym, right? So a lot of times it's, you know, people, it's almost probably weird for us to talk about because, hey, our business is like, come exercise, come work out. But we'll be the first to tell you when it comes to fat loss and like, kind of like, you know, drastically changing your body composition, you know, nutrition plays a big role, right? You, you're really, it's not going to happen without addressing your nutrition. You know, the exercise is important. And as you'll see, as we get into it, there is a tip related to it. Uh, but yeah, we're going to start with the first tip for the simple fat loss guide, which is to include a base of lean protein with your meals. Always. Right. So things like chicken breast, egg whites, nonfat, plain Greek yogurt, tofu, fish fishies there you go like that you i mean you, there's plenty more you I'm want sure. to build your meals around those things that's actually maybe the best guideline that there could be for nutrition and maybe the simplest is make sure all of your meals are centered around lean protein and make and just make sure you're getting a good amount of it and if you do that it kind of knocks a mm-hmm. lot of dominoes over and it really, you'll see it eliminates, you know, when we have all this mindless snacking, like there's no, none of those foods are typically part of those things. No, no one's munching a chicken breast. Yeah. And, and again, we use protein to repair, rebuild. It, it has different functions in fats and carbs. And the reality is most people under consume protein at a op, for an optimal result and over consume fats and carbs, right? Mm-hmm. Which are energy nutrients. Yeah. You have a lot of fuel, but nothing to yeah. repair yourself yeah so then then your body has to have the protein so if it does not 
get it through food, it's going to get it from your body. It's going to break down your muscle tissue, yeah. which now is weight we do not want to lose. We do not want to lose our hard-earned muscle mm-hmm. because then that means we're losing the thing that gives us you know, power and function as we age. Yeah, and something to remember, I think maybe some people overlook it or forget it, but more of our body is made of protein than just our muscles. Literally the whole thing. Protein, yep. head to toe, it makes up literally like every, you know, our cells, everything. So we need it at a base level to just keep mm-hmm. this baby running. So don't think that it's only fueling or building muscle. Like it's the whole machine yeah. that we're building. And look, we, we have an episode on this specifically. Um, we'll try to find the number, but it's episode, you know, we say lean protein. That is important especially when it comes to fat loss, because if you're choosing, say, a chicken breast or chicken sausage, right, Mm. Um, you know, one can be fattier, which then means extra calories, right? We don't necessarily want to just demonize the nutrient that is fat. No. um, But, again, it's super more calorie dense. So um, you want to focus on lean proteins, right? And then you'll notice, again, you know, when we list foods like egg whites, chicken breast, tofu, plain, unsweetened Greek yogurt, fish, those foods aren't convenient foods typically, Mm. right? So then you start to see where, okay, I'm going to have to buy these and prepare them. And, you know, so those are deeper factors. But on the surface, you've got to be moving towards including a base of lean protein with your meals. And again, this is also going to help with satiety, you know, so from having, feeling like you need to eat an hour later, uh, Mm. those kind of things. So that, that would be, you know, good tip to start yeah. with and and you know if you are kind of auditing what you're doing an easy thing and we've talked about this and i've talked about it a lot is just like going to a leaner version of what you're eating right if you're having ground beef go from 80 20 to 90 10 you know yep. in terms of the uh the percentage of um you know lean to fat or, or whatever it is uh it could be i mean chicken thighs to chicken breast chicken thighs don't have that much fat um, compared to the other stuff. But even then, like go from a fattier fish to a lean fish, things like that can be very easy ways to change, you know, the calorie amount, but not really mess with your volume. Right. So it doesn't feel like, Oh, I'm eating so much less food. You're just, you know, changing the calorie amount of that same amount, essentially. And you may be listening to this and your breakfast is a muffin and your lunch is a bowl of pasta and your dinner is, um, French fries. And you, yeah, you, and then in between, <laughs> in between, you're snacking on chips and stuff. And yeah, you, yeah, grabbing a Snickers. You realize you have no lean protein, mm-hmm. no protein, main protein source in any of your meals, and that's yeah, typically not helpful. And that's going to drive your hunger all yeah. day. It's all fat and carbs, which are, are energy nutrients, which we need some of, right? But if we overdo it, you don't I mean, want it to be everything you're eating. All right. So then, with that, second tip: uh, include a base of non-starchy vegetables, right? What is a non-starchy vegetable? Um, so things like broccoli, you know, lettuce, like any green veggie, Basically really. Basically anything that's not like a potato. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of times like people, you know, a potato is a vegetable, but it's a starchy vegetable. Yes. You know, corn is a vegetable. It's a starchy vegetable. Um, so, you know, yeah, again, non-starchy veggies. I mean, you can Google and get a good list. Yeah. Um, but most like it's a lot of green stuff and then things like... Um, Cucumbers, tomatoes, bell peppers, which are all actually technically fruits, but we society labels them as veggies. But essentially, a non-starchy veggie is like a very low calorie, low uh, 
it has well they have a lot of nutrition but their macronutrients their carbohydrate amount is is low so i usually don't really count yeah veggies i just they're their own thing unless i'm eating a potato well and that's i'm again with this being the simple guide that's what we want right the reality is you you don't need to be tracking or counting with this simple guide as much like if if you do these things it kind of takes care of itself so again now of these two tips you kind of have your meals right so a base of lean protein and non-starchy veggies you know so you could have any combination thereof too yeah in load up you know and then from there tip number three so and and again now with this we have a base of protein and fiber right which is going to help you feel full satiated less hungry make it easier to lose weight um and more specifically body fat so three is going to be one that a lot of people don't think of or it's overlooked or technically it doesn't matter but again when you're keeping it simple it does does matter right which is uh, you want to kind of try and standardize your meal times our body does have like certain hormones and functions to where say you eat all the time you're always snacking uh, our adrenaline and hunger hormones will even if you can feel you'll start to your body gets used to having food at those times it expects right? it so then so your the, brain's like hey it's time to eat we mm-hmm. normally eat it every 10 a.m every day yeah and it it likes structure and routine mm-hmm. so um now when you're talking having protein and veggie based meals you know so schedule them that that th- that will be very helpful um and try not to like have random snacks in between because it kind of like is going to you know keep you're probably going to feel hungry all the time. Yeah. Right. Whereas if you standardize your meal times, you're going to probably have more sustainable eating habits because you know, oh, I eat at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't put it off and then skip it and then get extra hungry and then gorge. Um, you're now prioritizing it because you're saying, hey, like I'm eating at these times. It gets scheduled in. And then also, like we said, there is some benefit and support kind of to some functions that go on in our body. Uh that just make it a little little easier on us. So um, you could even go a step further with that and trying to have basically evenly sized meals. So again, you're, you're splitting things up evenly is helpful. So your body, it's very consistent and it mm-hmm. kind of knows what to expect. Um, you'll have less kind of swing and cravings and hunger that way. So right there, we have kind of forms the nutrition, right? Yeah. Part of the fat loss, you're having lean protein and non-starchy veggie based meals at set times yeah right now for most people three meals a day is a good common one yeah if it's in a most people's schedules and, yeah. and they're so working a breakfast and a lunch and a dinner yeah. right um but you know whatever you want to go with so with that said too you you kind of want to focus on you know a lot of people then will ask what about this or that or the uh greens powder or you know protein powder which you know, all those things can be great. Um, go back. We have some episodes specifically on supplements. But eating whole food versus supplements is always going to be better. And it's usually it's more filling, you know, yep. like a, a protein shake versus the equivalent amount of protein in something like we'll just use a, a chicken breast. You're going to feel different after each of those. Yeah. Like you're going to feel more full after the chicken breast or even go farther. Chicken breast with veggies versus protein powder with greens powder yeah Co- completely different ball game on both of those um so not to say that 
the powders are bad, but in yeah. this context, we want to be a little more full. So then that way we're less prone to, you know, snacking or binging or anything like that. Yep. Then the next tip is you want to add in resistance training to your routine. Lift some weights. Right. It and could yes. be any type of resistance training though. Yeah. And a lot of people that <clears throat> kind of flips what they thought they know upside down. People think I got to do more cardio. I got to go harder. I got to do this. No, the reality is we want to ensure fat loss. We need to make sure we're not losing muscle. So by doing resistance training, we're providing that stimulus to where our body is much more likely to maintain and hold on to the muscle we already have mm -hmm. so that through the calorie deficit, it, your body is burning your stored fat for energy and nutrition because it's getting the amino acids, the protein it needs from your food intake, and then you're using your muscles. So it's, again, getting that stimulus. It's Therefore, telling your brain, hey, we need to keep these, yep. so you're going to prioritize that. And, and, and I'm getting everything I need to keep them, so I'm just going to burn this stored fat for mm -hmm. ener the energy deficit that I'm, ha that I'm experiencing. And then that's how we lose body fat, right? So resistance training at this base is much more important than extra cardiovascular. Now, right. again, if you have the time and then you have this base established, you know, there's a time and place and benefit to adding in extra stuff. But again, and, and then know the dosage too. Like yep. you can't just do seven days a week of cardio. So keep your, your base of just lift some weights. Yeah. And again, we have episodes on that and the frequency and, and what the bare minimum is and yeah. yeah. And if you're new or, or really just, you know, your goals uh, depend on your goals, two days a week can do the, like, be enough. Mm -hmm. that, that's it. Two days a week. And then, you know what? If you like activity, go for a walk, go mm -hmm. for a bike ride. You know, like it doesn't have to be six days a week of crushing it in the gym to get results. Yep. So get your two days, feel good. Yep. And really, we would recommend, I, I would almost go as far as saying like, I don't even think I would recommend fat loss diet and attempting to lose fat without doing resistance training. I wouldn't either. Because you're, you're really going to get in, you might get in this deficit and, and just fast forward muscle loss. Yeah. What happens, man, I had actually had um, a new a new client come through that had, it was in the same boat. She dieted down and lost like 70 pounds, but realized like she lost a lot of muscle in the, in the process. Mm -hmm. She was doing no, basically no exercise. I think... She was working with somebody, a nutritionist or something, and they had her not exercising. And she was at like, you know, 1,200 calories, which, yeah. Um, yeah, she lost a lot of weight, but she started to feel weak and definitely lost strength. And bone. And, and yeah, and came to us with the intention of like, hey, I know I need to strength train because I've lost a lot of muscle. And when you get to that point, you know, you start to lose muscle mass. Um, though you've lost fat too, when you gain, well, when, if you gain weight again, it's going to be even harder, right? So now you're back to being heavier, but you have less muscle Your body than before. Yeah, yeah, you have more. You could gain it back. Say you started at 300 pounds, lost 100 pounds, went down to 200, but you lost a lot of muscle. And then you, you know, maybe things fall off and you gain 100 pounds back and you're at 300 again. You will actually be, your body fat will be more than before. Yeah, your percentage will be higher. Yeah, because your ratio of muscle to fat is worse off. Because yeah. you lost a bunch of muscle that you didn't then add back. So um, that's why we will always, always recommend doing some type of resistance training when you're losing weight. I mean, really all even, you know, I mean, even when you're not all, losing all weight, yeah. I think everyone should resistance train. But especially in that situation, because there is way more of a danger of muscle loss when you're in a big deficit like that. Yeah. And side tangent. And there was another recent little 
study done where, yeah, basically the conclusion was that even a lifelong, consistent, aerobic exercising wasn't enough to prevent, like, the type 1 muscle fibers from, like, degrading in yeah. power and output, which is what kind of the, what's used, you know, as we age and when you see the problems of where we get weak and frail and can't function. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, the takeaway is you we, we need to do resistance training. Like, mm-hmm. even at, even if you already do, say, aerobic, like, that's like not Like, if, you're, if you're a runner, yeah, you know, like, you still do need some type of resistance training. So... If being physically capable as you age is a priority. If it's not... Hey, man, live, live <laughs> yeah. your life. That's fine. It's your life, not mine. But uh, we're always going to be champions for, for doing some type of resistance training. So, And then, yeah, to kind of wrap it up, the last tips, you know, the old progress over perfection. So you got to focus on consistency and realize, yeah, you don't want to focus on trying to be perfect. And it's really going to be a detriment because when people try to do go 100%, we just fall off, right? So 100% done for two months, but then we fall off and do nothing for 10 months is not going to (laughs) outdo 80% done consistently. Yeah, or even 50% done consistently is going to be way better. So just keep keep that in mind and that showing up and continuing to do it is going to be the best thing for you. Yeah, you know, so whatever. Say you have a crazy work schedule and super social work where you got to, whatever, you just can't you have to eat whatever is there that doesn't mean well you can still control your breakfast and your dinner Mm -hmm. and have your lean protein and non-starchy veggies so just because your lunch is going to be way off doesn't mean hey let's establish these at the other times well yeah most people like oh well i can't be perfect and then yeah then so they change nothing Mm -hmm. you know or you try to gut through it and burn out yeah so you know again if if you catch yourself falling into that all or nothing mindset, yeah, just realize, you, no, I mean, something is better than nothing and you just need to be good enough long enough. And I think a, a good thing to, to maybe remind yourself or to strive for is just no matter really what happens, strive to make maybe your next meal like a routine meal, right? Yeah. So say you have a, a lunch that just gets out of hand, you know, with friends and you had some drinks or whatever it may be. Just your dinner, instead of saying, forget it, I'm just going to go ham, just have a normal dinner, you know, and then just move on and get as back into your routine as you can. That's all you can do, you know, and I think a lot of us get stuck in that mindset of, well, I had a bad meal, whatever, I'll just, it doesn't even matter anymore. So just being okay with acknowledging that, hey, this was not as I planned, but I have the ability to, you know, get myself back to normal or whatever I'm, I'm striving for. Yeah. So you are in control. So to wrap it up, your simple fat loss guide, include a base of lean protein for your food, for your meals. Add to that a base of non-starchy vegetables. Try and have set meal times. Include resistance training in your routine, your exercise routine, your movement routine, and progress over perfection. Be focused on consistency. Yeah. It's simple, man. It really is. So please don't overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. Use those as your principles, and I promise you, somebody could stick to this, just this, and probably get most of the way to whatever their goal is. Yep. Guarantee you. Yep. You know, and, and obviously, like, 
you know, on the surface, like Will said, it can take you all the way. And there's more nuance and detail. And that's where like tracking calories and keeping food journals and, and things like that come in. Um, but either way, when you still end, like when we, we normally will move people through phases with our nutrition coaching, where, yeah, the tracking gives the coach more information, too, and brings awareness and learn, we can learn. But we always want to typically end in a like lifestyle integration where you don't have to track and journal and you kind of have these habits established. And yeah. the reality is, hey, we just said these are, uh, you know, simple. Oh, a lot of people look at a beginner fat loss. But the reality is when you are an expert in this, being an expert really actually just means you're mastering these basics really yeah. well. Because that's where we everything comes back to is really doing these things, right? Um Consistently. Mm -hmm. Anybody know? who's had success with, you know, their, their body composition or whatever it may mm -hmm. be, have the basics are mastered. They get their lean protein every meal and they have a good handle on that. Yeah. They generally have very routine eating and they're not doing anything crazy. Yeah. You know, like if you look at somebody who has a physique that you maybe desire or admire or whatever it is, all they do is the basics over and over. That's yeah. it. You know, so it doesn't have to be crazy. Don't reinvent the wheel which we yeah. try to do too often with nutrition. Mm -hmm. All right. So hopefully that's helpful. Maybe to give you some framework if you feel stuck or overwhelmed. Yep. You know, close all your tabs on your Google Chrome that have all the diets and all of that and just follow this, follow the basic yep. template. Yeah, your diet doesn't need a name. No. It doesn't have to be a fancy book. Doesn't have to have like, a religion no doesn't have to have a catchy <laughs> name like just do it doesn't have to have you know uh, a crowd attached to it you know followers just just eat the food yep it's the you diet all right well we appreciate you for listening episode 153 and we'll be back next week see ya as always thanks for listening guys if you want to learn more check us out at coastalfitnessva.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.